Bounced back from my loss. John, I know you were worried. I was worried. The end of the last podcast was extremely depressing, but not this week. We've got, we're fired up. We're ready to go. We're happy. We're winners. It's good to be back. More than halfway through the season, and I'm still undefeated. I love it. This is definitely um, my luckiest year of Rice, Tennessee so far. I've had the first two years. Did not start out well at all, so I'm happy to be here at 7-0. And congrats to you, Michael. 182, you're finally on that top 10 all-time scores list. You've made it, Michael. You've made it. It feels great, doesn't it? It feels really good. I never had a top 10 week of all time. I've had some really decent weeks in there, you know, 140, 150, but never a top 10 week, and it felt awesome. It was really nice to just sit there at the end of the day and just be like, wow. I could have beaten like half the teams in the league with only three players. That's yeah. great. There you go. Um, I could have. <laughs> so it was a good week for my team. Um, and I'm hoping that this consistency keeps up now that I actually have a quarterback again. But speaking of unluckiest or luckiest teams in the league, that is our topic today. It's time for midseason awards. Let's go. It's you going know? to be hyped. There isn't like an exact mid-season. Technically, mid-season is like halfway through week six or something. Or weeks, because it's 13 weeks. Halfway through week seven. We're done with week seven. So we're halfway, we're over halfway through the regular season. Only six more weeks in the regular season to go. We're looking at week eight. We're going to do an abbreviated power rankings today so that we can get through it and get to our awards and where we're at in the league. And not not, not much has changed in my power rankings or my opinions on the teams either. I think like some of these teams have had some big changes after this week, but my power rankings are mostly, mostly the same, Michael. I only have two little switches here that I've made. Alex uh, to one. Yeah. So Alex has moved to one. Uh, <laughs> I was just really impressed by Giovanni Bernard. I think he's going to take over Joe Mixon's role. No, um, yeah, <laughs> Alex 10, Charlie 9, both obvious. Just to quickly go over both these teams, nothing's changed for me on either of them. Now that Kenyon uh, Drake's out for Charlie, he's like a definite 9. Like, I I don't know how long he's going to be out. I think um, they could be going to injured reserve, which would obviously suck. And just when we thought Charlie was coming back, no. (laughs) They said injury bug. And that's... this. This shows why you need depth in this league. Charlie had a great starting lineup besides like the last flex spot. But now that everyone's banged up, he has no one to put in. Yeah, I mean, his three best players that we're going, we're going to be his three best players um, were Barkley, Godwin, and then Drake. Um, Drake and Barkley now out. Um, Godwin's out again. DK Metcalf. Yeah, Godwin's out again now too. Yeah, he broke his finger. Um, Jameson Crowder was the lone bright spot for Charlie. He's not, he's out now too. Cause I don't blame him. I don't want to play for the jets either. Um, <laughs> so that means going forward, we have Rex Burkhead as his RB one. Wow. <laughs> not good. 
might be might be the worst. I thought Alex's RB ones were pretty bad, but Josh Kelly's a better RB one than Rex Burkhead. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> tough. Um, quick note for Alex: um, we are trade this week. Mike Evans for Keenan Allen, long term. I think pretty even the rest of this season. Not. Um, not so even. I think Keenan Allen will be a little bit better, but I, he got a second-round pick out of it. I got a, a rookie who hasn't played much, um, and uh, we'll see what happens with Aaron Jones. But um, I think the move for Alex right now, you talked about this, is actually to trade Gronk. It, it's probably to move Gronk, get get a pick, try to go get a second-round pick for him. I think he's worth it. He's getting enough targets at this point. Even though he is on the Bucks, it seems like Brady's starting to use him a lot more, especially in the red zone. Um, I, I would go move him. I, I'd move him for a pick. I really this, would. I, I know Nick already gave up his pick, um, but <laughs> he is one of the top four teams that does not have a consistent tight end who needs one. Um, right. Probably would trade for Gronk. I, Anthony might as well. His tight ends definitely haven't been consistent this year, so... I'd say those two are the picks. best. Yeah. Those are the two best places. It's true. If if you can even get a high third, that wouldn't even be bad. I, I probably wouldn't take a third. I'd probably do a second. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, second. Uh, second Gronk, for me. Yeah, Gronk's doing too well right now. Uh, I have mm-hmm. Gran at eight. I've moved him down, or I guess technically up, because I had him at nine last week, just so Charlie <laughs> could have his one week out of nine. Um, but no, Aaron Rodgers is back. Um He'll get Aaron Jones back this week, I think. Uh, David Johnson scores at least once every week and also fumbles at least once every week. So he's got that going for him. He didn't have a fantastic week, but he was playing Charlie, so he did well. Um, Unfortunately, Debo Samuel is out, but A.J. Brown pops off for at least one big play every game, which is awesome. He'll get Devontae Parker back next week, so that'll be good. I have granite eight. Yeah, Aaron Jones was out as well. I could easily see Grant. He's at eight for me as well. I could see him leapfrogging Quinn, especially with Quinn getting even more banged up. Um, Higby didn't play this week. Yeah, Quinn is just... <laughs> the injury bug is is with this team. It's looking like Eckler's injury is hurting him more than he thought it would as well. So this is not good for Quinn. Um, but yeah, A.J. Brown, super impressive. Um, yeah, I... I agree. I have Quinn at eight. I quit at seven as well. Um, man, unfortunately, Chris Carson goes down, but now Carlos Hyde is hurt too. Um, yep. So he might even be missing that. I think Quinn's just kind of got to find a way to fill this lineup, unfortunately. It's going to be tough. I think you look down the bench, you have guys like a Corey Davis or a Sterling Shepard that you can plug in, but you don't have high expectations. It might be Wayne Gallman time, which is sad. Um, I don't know where you go from here. I don't think Damian Harris will be a bad player going forward, but definitely not someone you want to rely on. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Patriots just don't seem like a team to rely on this year, which is weird. No, not at all. Um, um, because the main, I, the main reason Damian Harris or, or and the running backs haven't done well the last two weeks is the offense has done nothing either. So, Right. Oh, exactly. Um, at number six, I have Tom, uh, right now he is really had some difficult matchups. I think he's played teams that have put up top 10 all time weeks, three weeks in a row now between, I think Chris, you and me, 
yep. which is extremely difficult. And it, it gets worse because Elliot is not looking like the superstar running back that he's been uh, before the injuries to the quarterbacks. And that's not good for a team that is still a little weak at running back, even though Swift and Gaskin are starting to kind of come on. I think those are two guys you can play and will do decent for you. Um, I think this team will get a win this week against Alex and kind of bounce back, so that'll be good. But he's a he's a six for me right now. Yeah, and his his quarterbacks, man, like it's just whoever he doesn't play is gonna pop. Like Russian roulette. Yeah, at this point, it's like, well, I started the wrong guy again because that's just what's gonna keep happening. You put Joe Burrow in, he's gonna score three apparently. Uh, so. Uh, also, Johnu Smith starting to really calm down, and that that doesn't feel good for Tom. Um, yeah. Besides that, that Zeke situation. I mean, it's one. It, there's no more threat at quarterback, so they're just playing to get Zeke. Basically, they don't. They, the passing game is very weak right now for the Cowboys, uh, and then two, they're just going to be down all the time because their defense is god awful. So Zeke is. I mean, they don't want to run when they're down like 20 points already. So, yeah, it might not be a good year to be a Zeke owner. You're going to have to wait for Dak to come back. And Tom could have a completely different record. I look back at like that game versus Nick. He was so close to winning. He needed that win because he, I mean, it's hard for me, you and Chris are doing so well right now. It's hard for any team to beat us. Um, But in a game against anyone but us, you you basically got to get the win. If you're going to make playoffs. So Tom's going to hope he wins from here out, out, but he's six for me. Yeah, I still well. think he is going to be a playoff team. I really do. I think he'll put it yeah. kind of together. He's had an extremely difficult schedule, most points against. Um, and despite everything we've said about Elliott, he's still a number four scorer in Rice Dynasty right now at the flex position outside of quarterbacks, that is. So, yeah. could it be a struggle here on out? Yeah, he's still a guy you start every week, though. So, yep, Tom six. I have Anthony at five. Um, this team did not look good this week, but he's he's going to get healthy pretty soon, and I think that's going to make a huge difference. He's going to get Nick Chubb back, not this week, but the next week. Um, Kamara has still been incredible, 20 points without a touchdown. Um, where was Jarek McKinnon? Was he just, like, missing? <laughs> they what happened? Really, really liked Wilson this week. Um, to the point of getting him injured. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> they really like Jeffrey Wilson this week. And then they've been using Hasty a lot. Um, yeah, they've been using Hasty a ton. It kind of just took McKinnon's spot. I think it's more so Hasty than Wilson, honestly. Uh, yeah, yeah. I it's, just don't understand. <laughs> it's Kyle the Shanahan San Francisco is... backfield. It's, there's so many weapons back there that they could just pick up someone random and they're just like, yeah, this guy's good too. So let's throw him in. This is a guy that put up 12, 14, 16, 20 in the first four weeks of the season. <laughs> and now he's getting like one carry, six carries, three carries. Like, what happened to this guy? I don't understand. Did he, like, do something wrong? Did he insult Kyle Shanahan's new shoes? Did he, like, make a bad abortion joke or something? I mean, you can't blame the man. He puts in Jeffrey Wilson, and he scores 32 points with Walt getting injured in the third quarter. So it's just like Kyle Shanahan's like, yeah, I can put anyone in there, and they'll (laughs) They'll pop off. off. Um, Good news for Anthony, though. Chase Edmonds is looking really good. 
He's going to be a workhorse, and I think – I don't know about Anthony. I've been waiting for this because I think Chase Edmonds is better than Kenyon Drake. I agree. And I think Chase Edmonds will keep this job. So uh, that is going to be a huge thing for Anthony. So that's why I've put him at, six, or at five, and I think he could be higher. Yeah, Juju a little bit of life. 14 targets this week. That's, that's that's a lot of targets. That's a lot of targets. That's, that looks that's looking nice. Christopher Kirk also looking nice for the second week in a row. Um, if the Cardinals offense is popping, then Kirk is possibly starting. I know he's competing with Larry Fitzgerald and DeAndre Hopkins, but um, yeah, the Kyler Murray and that offense is doing work. I'm excited to see Chubb come back. Anthony's been surviving without Chubb, which is good enough, and it helps that two of the teams making playoffs right now are three and four, obviously, so. Yes. Uh, but the top four is an obvious top yeah, four. Yeah, top but... four is the same. Uh, except, uh, I don't know about you, John. I got a little uh, change somewhere in that top four. Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, I also do have a change there. Oh, really? What was yeah. your change? Nick to number two? No, Michael. You have moved to number two. I... I'm going to fully put my foot down on Nick. I know Nick came here. He was like, guys, Chris's team is obviously the best. He kind of changed my mind for a second. I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. Chris has so many weapons. But honestly, Chris has faced both, both me and you at this point. Those are his two losses on the year. And I think it's a, I think there is an easy way to determine why. He just can't decide who to start. Like, he, he has too many weapons, um, and some of them are just, like, so hard to start. It's tough. Like, Deontay Johnson, 24 points on his bench. I want to start Deontay Johnson, um, and he didn't either. But every once in a while, you're going to get a pop-off game from him. I mean, Chase, but Chase Claypool, meanwhile, minus .7 points. So you never know who's going to pop off on his team. I like his depth, but like, it's so hard to decide who who to put in. I think this week he got a little bit unlucky because, for some god, who knows why Leonard Fournette all of a sudden took a lot of the load this week, and and Ronald Jones got the shaft of that one. Um, well, he was back. He, he came back healthy this week. He hadn't played in previous weeks. Oh, okay. I didn't know that he wasn't. He just wasn't playing. That's why. Yeah, he hadn't played. So okay. In, in that sense, I kind of was expecting Ron Jones to take a little bit of a step back. Maybe not that big though. Yeah, um, but I, I think he's missing McCaffrey this week. It, it, he's obviously got McCaffrey coming back, which is going to be great for him. But it, it, yeah, he's just going to need more consistent players in his lineup, and then I'll. Start bumping him up again, but for right now, I, I mean, Michael just got a top ten scoring week. I, I felt like he definitely had to jump up right there. And to be fair to Chris here, Mike Davis and Josh Jacobs are two guys I would have played as well. They combined yeah. for twelve points. I mean, that just happens sometimes with good players. Like Josh Jacobs has now put up, you know, three bad games on the year. Five points, nine points, ten points in three games. That's not what you want out of an RB1. This being his worst, obviously, he'll be fine. I'm not worried about him. The one thing I will be worried about, though, he only played 50% of the snaps. That's low. He played under 50% of the snaps. That's pretty low for Josh Jacobs. This is a guy who got at least 20 touches 
uh, in previous weeks. This week, he only got 10, ru- 10 rushes. It might have been game script, but that's not good. Um, but anyway, he'll get Christian McCaffrey back. Chris will be just fine. He's at three for me. Um, we'll talk about Nick a little bit more later, but I agree with you. I moved myself up to two. So I think that's good on power rankings. Yeah. And, hey, congrats on uh, Herbert. Uh, I'm a little hey. sad that I don't have him, but he's good. It was I'm against Jacksonville, but Herbert. I still think he's good. I don't <laughs> I'm hyped. Justin Herbert's here. I love – I'm really happy to have that Keenan Allen stack. And uh, we'll talk about Antonio Gibson because I'm excited about him. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a great game. Um, but let's get to the awards. This is what people have been waiting for. Oh, yeah. Everyone. I mean, I just see it in the chat. What are the awards? What are the awards? It's like, calm down, guys. We're getting to it. We'll get to it. Um, all right. Let's start with this. Rookie of the Year. Ooh. I have three candidates for you, John. Okay. First candidate was the number one pick in our rookie draft. He is a running back from Kansas City. He has put up an excellent season so far for a rookie. Uh, His name is Clyde Edwards-Eagler. However, there is a other fantasy rookie running back who has put up a better season so far in 2020 that man plays for another other than the jacksonville jaguars he is the number three flex player in fantasy his name is james robinson john is dancing right now (laughs) the third candidate for rookie of the year just dropped 50 points in his first ever NFL win. This man is averaging over 30 as a rookie. That is currently ranked number four in fantasy, number three among healthy quarterbacks. This man is Justin Herbert. Yeah. I got the same three nominees. These are our three nominees. Two are on my team. One is on yours. Obviously a little biased, but these so far have been the three best rookies, in my opinion. John, your pick for Rookie of the Year? James Robinson, obviously. Wow, James Robinson. (laughs) Wow. I agree, James Robinson has won. Not not full year, but midseason, absolutely James Robinson. He's the number three running back overall uh, out of a guy I picked in the fourth round. And honestly, he probably wouldn't have even been picked if I hadn't picked him. Um, Probably not. Yeah, I don't think anyone would have picked him. I just picked him because I had all in on the Jacksonville backfield. And look I'm at pretty him sure I said to you, John, are you going to take James Robinson here? <laughs> and you were yeah. like, oh, yeah, I should. <laughs> <laughs> you did remind me that I that I should have taken him. So it is it is you, and he has now fully seduced me. The man is he's really good, actually. Congratulations. Excellent yeah. pick. And, yes, I agree. Rookie of the year halfway through the season. Um, let us go to the MVP player of the Rice Dynasty so far this year. I have five nominees, but John, please introduce your nominees first. Okay, my five nominees, um, there might be a little bit of like recency bias here (laughs) because I watched the Seattle-Arizona game and had a lot of fun watching them. Um, So (laughs) the first three players are from those teams, Kyler Murray's one of them. He is the highest scoring quarterback so far this year in Rice Dynasty. I had a feeling this was going to happen. I tried to trade for Kyler Murray. It didn't work out. 
Um, I got Tyler Lockett, Seattle Seahawks wide receiver. I think he's been absolutely fantastic, and it's mainly because Russell Wilson's absolutely fantastic, and he is my other quarterback nominee here, Russell Wilson. I think he's had a really good year. Um, Alvin Kamara. Uh, Anthony's Alvin Kamara. I think he's the only reason Anthony is still in contention here and in a playoff spot because he's had to carry his entire team whilst um, Chubb is injured. And then um, Derrick Henry, Tennessee Titans, my running back, uh, my best player points-wise besides um, my quarterback so far this year. I like it. Those are good nominees. We have a little bit of crossover. I have included Alvin Kamara on my list as he is the number one scorer in fantasy so far. I have also included Tyler Lockett because he is the number one wide receiver in all of fantasy so far this year. Um, He has been excellent for Nick's team despite having a few down weeks. In his good weeks, Tyler Lockett has been incredible and able to carry him. I agree with you on Russell Wilson. I only included one quarterback on my list. The reason being that Russell Wilson has carried Quinn's team while Chris's team is good enough to succeed without Kyler Murray. Makes sense. Um, I have also included Aaron Jones on this list for what he has been able to do with Aaron Rodgers on Grant's team to carry him to a 3-4 and four record so far this year. True. Um, true. So. I've tried to look at more what they've done for their teams. And the last candidate I have had is none other than Mr. James Robinson himself. Wow. James Robinson has been able to push your team to a level that it would not have been had you not had him. You would have lost this week without James Robinson. Straight up, you would have lost. James Robinson has become an RB1 on a team that already had three RB1s. That in itself <laughs> gives him the advantage on an undefeated team to be considered for MVP. Dang. Honestly, I agree. Maybe I should change mine. <laughs> um, I, yeah, he pushed my, pushed my team, especially since I've had so many, so many injuries and COVID bye weeks and shit like that happening. Like I, I would not be 7-0 without, without this man being able to come in and basically be the RB2 I needed all year. So, shouts to James Robinson. James Robinson. But I gave it to Derrick Henry because I love the man. And That is um, your... Oh, is that your pick for MVP? Yeah, that is my pick. Wow. I love the man. He's he's scored an inst- a very nice amount of points. He's, he's right in front of James Robinson on the RB list as far as points go in our league. Um, and, yeah, I think he's the best running back in the league, in my opinion. I know Kamara's really good as well, but this guy's I big. have uh, selected Russell Wilson for my halfway MVP. Uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson has carried Quinn's team and is the only reason he is still in any contention for playoffs at this moment. Uh, I try to look at what he's done for the team. Well, I agree James Robinson is high on the list. Alvin Kamara has been the best player in fantasy, but Anthony has not succeeded as a result. If Anthony was like five and two, yeah. I would definitely vote for Alvin Kamara, but he's not. So I'm going with Russell Wilson as he's carried Quinn's team so far. Yeah, same here. I agree. I was at at first I was like, well, it's gotta be Kamara. He's just the best fantasy player, but he's on Anthony's team that has not been I can't give uh, yeah, I can't give it to Kamara because Anthony's team hasn't been doing well, despite how well Kamara is doing. On to 
our surprises and disappointments of the season. The candidates for biggest disappointment season so far, halfway through, in my opinion, are Anthony and Charlie. Those two. That's it. Charlie was our defending champion. Anthony has been a contender in this league for many years. He is not off to the best start. He still has a chance to come back. Charlie does not. Um, Charlie will be in contention for another award on this show. Uh, I'm giving it to Anthony. Uh, yeah, I also have Anthony as biggest disappointment. Um, I had a lot. I, yeah, Anthony and Charlie, probably the two biggest ones. I was, I'm also kind of disappointed in, in Tom's season, but he's he's gotten super unlucky. I'm disappointed in Quinn's season, but he's more of an unlucky. Like, it's so hard. There are a bunch of, mm-hmm. bunch of disappointments, especially when, like, you got a bunch of teams. More teams have losing records than winning records in this league so far. So And it's been because of injuries and a lot of sucky things so Anthony's for me as well nice and now for the surprise team of the season I have to give it to Nick because I think Nick has done a fantastic job as a manager outside of the Odell Beckham Jr. trade uh, Nick has done very well to put his team in the position it's in we keep looking at the team and think to ourselves that it's not that good it's just been lucky and yes, he has given up some of the lowest point totals. He's also just, he's won. That's what he's done. He has won. He's putting up decent weeks um, at the times that he needs to. And uh, you got to give it to him. He's he, he's put together a very nice roster. His name is now Dark Horse Contender. I think that is a reality. I think he is like the Charlie from last year. That He has a team that could pop and he could he could make some noise. Yeah, um, I have Nick as my biggest surprise as well, but mainly because um, I think he is one of the only teams with a positive record besides me. Like, I expected me, you, and Chris to be the top three teams, so I'm not surprised that we're at the top. Maybe I'm surprised that we have such good records because usually the league's a lot more even this year, not so much. Um, So Nick's, yeah, my choice as well, even though I think he's gotten lucky in some of his wins and he could easily possibly even be at the three and four with these other teams here um i still am super surprised by his team and i think it's running out really well um and you know even though that i do i did think that trade was bad from the start i didn't think it would be this bad he just got unlucky odell got injured Uh, yeah exactly now he's back to starting marquez valdez scantling yeah not good not what you want not good definitely not good all right these are the two favorite awards, so we have to save them for last. <laughs> we'll start with the unluckiest team in the league. Tom, yep. John, who are your nominations? <laughs> I mean, my God, what a year for unlucky teams, Michael. <laughs> um, well, you got Tom, who has had the most points scored on him. I think very often when we talked on this podcast about unlucky teams, it's always been about points allowed. It's always been about um, how many points they're putting up and how how many points are going against them. Um, I think Tom's there for me for sure. But then you have these teams who maybe aren't getting as much points put up on them, but they would have amazing teams if they didn't get injuries. Anthony, Nick Chubb injury. That's pretty unlucky. I put him on here. Quinn, almost every one of his running backs injured. Um, 
so he's on here for me as well. And then Charlie, of course, his entire team injured uh, besides DK Metcalf. So he's my fourth nominee. There's just so many unluckiness this year so far. Yeah, I have all four of them written down. Uh, I look at Quid's IR and I shed a tear because you have Raheem Boster, Marlon Mack, and Austin Eckler. All were starters for him last year. Mm-hmm. All potentially could have been starters this year. Um Marlon Mack also was had, looking so good in the first quarter. <laughs> he looked so good in that first quarter. And Chris Carson is now injured again. Um, he hasn't missed any time so far, which has been good outside of this game. Like he missed half of this game. But, uh, gosh. And then uh, Marquise Brown has not been good. I think that's unlucky. It's mostly just been because the Ravens haven't had a throw. Like, Lamar is barely throwing the football. Um yeah, so he's definitely in contention for it. I'm not giving it to him, though. Um, Charlie, he's in contention for it because, obviously, Barkley, we went through his injuries. It's awful. It's absolutely terrible. He would probably be the second unluckiest, in my opinion, behind Tom. And here's why. Because now Tom, in my opinion, is down his two best players to being downgraded to a point that they're playable. You have to start them, but they are not going to carry a team that otherwise would be really good. So, like, if these guys played what they did last year, like Michael Thomas and Ezekiel Elliott, and then you add in the compliments of DeAndre Swift, Calvin Ridley, Robbie Anderson, this team's a contender. It really is. That's why it's sad for Tom, is because he should be contending right now with the team that he has. Um, but, you know, Michael Thomas, stupid idiot, injured now. <laughs> Not good. Tom is my pick for unluckiest team. Yeah, I mean, sometimes one of your best players just becomes a diva out of nowhere, and it's over. <laughs> that's that's my feelings about Antonio Brown. I yeah, remember that with Le'Veon. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, your player just all of a sudden is an idiot. Um uh, since there's so many unlucky teams, I was going to give it to Tom. I'll throw it to Quinn, um, mainly because I was so hyped up on his team, and I think it would have been really good and a playoff contender. Um, he still definitely can make playoffs, but, yeah, that hurt. I th- He's just got – the quantity of injuries here is ridiculous, and it's yeah, sad. I don't really want Quinn to still make playoffs. He, he hasn't made playoffs. I think Alex – didn't make, he's never made playoffs either, but those are the only two teams that have never made playoffs outside of obviously the new teams. Yep. So that's sad. Yes. Uh, on to luckiest team of the year. Um, I have three nominees. One is myself, the other is Nick, and the other one is you, John. Okay. Uh, the argument for you is kind of a weak one, but it's basically that Allen Robinson or excuse me, not Allen Robinson, James Robinson has come on. Um, Yeah, everything else is just like you have good players. So I can't really, I can't give it to you, but I had to throw you in here. You still have to get someone lucky to go 7-0. Exactly, which is my point. But you believed in Josh Allen. You love Josh Allen. (laughs) He's fallen off a little bit, but he's still great. So starting uh, him next week. Can I keep him in? My other two quarterbacks are on by, but still starting them, you know? I agree. Um, and then you go to my roster. 
and I would put it up there as one of the luckiest, um, mainly because although Dak Prescott got hurt, I basically have the replacement for him right away. Uh, the only loss I had was because Dak got hurt um, and wasn't having a great game anyway, but still, um, my rookies have all done well outside of, uh, obviously, J.K. Dobbins, who I think will do well when he gets the opportunity. He just hasn't gotten it yet. Um, so I'm putting my team up there. Obviously, big things that happened for me, Damian Williams opted out and Marilyn Mack went down early. Pretty lucky things I couldn't have predicted. And uh, I got those two breaks for two of my best players. So, pretty nice. Yeah. And lastly, I have Nick. Um, Nick obviously has played very well. He is second in fewest points allowed. And he's at four. He's at five and two, which is an excellent record for a team that we didn't think was going to be that good. But I can't give it to him. I have to give it to myself because Lamar has not been great for him and has not carried him the way that he should have. So I'm giving it to myself. Um, I'll, I'll give it to Nick. Um, yeah, I'll just give it to Nick because there are I think there are two games in a row where he should have lost. Um, just straight up got lucky that the other team's quarterback scored three points. Um, so... Yeah, I'll just throw it to Nick. I think all the all the teams with winning records have had lucky moments for sure. Besides Chris, in my opinion, it, mm-hmm. it's hard. Chris, I think Chris is just pure skill. Whenever he wins, it's he's got the toughest managerial job in this league because he has to decide between all these insanely good players each week. Um, and he he manages pretty well. He hasn't been able. He didn't wasn't able to beat me or you, but. I think he manages it pretty well. He he hasn't really gotten lucky. I think we've me and you have both had pretty low points allowed, especially and Nick has too. So it's tough. But yeah, I'll give it to Nick just because I can point at two examples where I think he straight up just shouldn't have won. So that's fair. I'm still lowest in points allowed at this point, which is again a pretty lucky thing because you don't really. The schedule is just kind of random. On yeah, but you places. still have, like, the second most points for Nick is... Yeah, that's true. Nick is below Anthony in points for, so... Yeah. He, he's six in points for right now, and he is... He's close to you and lowest points allowed as well, so... I, I think he does... I still think he deserves fourth. I think he's the fourth best team. I just don't think he's five and... I don't think he deserves five and two, maybe. Yeah, and that's fair. No, I get it. Okay, John, are you ready for this week's games? Let's go. I have a question for you. So we're playing this or that, which means mm-hmm. blank or Travis Fulgum is going to be our first game. Would you prefer season average scoring or total season points? Total season points. Total season points it is. All right, John. We'll give you an easy one to start. Let me find him. Sorry. I, I had him up on the list. No, they all right. Good. <laughs> easy one to start. Darren Waller or Travis Fulgham? Oh, total season points. Darren Waller, Travis. Um, I'll, 
I'll go Fulgham just because Waller. It took Waller a couple weeks. And the he's still putting... actually Darren Waller. Oh, dang it. So by how many points? Over one. Uh, Travis Fulgham has 67 points. And Darren Waller has 70 points. So by three points. Uh, I knew Very it was close. Because Waller, Waller take a little bit. And he's still putting up like tight end numbers, now wide receiver. So Exactly, exactly. Okay, John. DJ Chark or Travis Fulgham? It's... It's got to be Fulgham, right? Chark has underperformed, to say the least, this year. The answer is Travis Fulgham. That was an easy one. All right, all right. Here's a difficult one. Juju Smith-Schuster or Travis Fulgham? <laughs> it's, uh, I'm going to go Fulgham again. The answer is Travis Fulgham. Is this just a segment to brag about how good your players are, Michael? No, no, no. Just, just, this is fun. We're just having a good time. All right, all right. Here's a little bit more difficult one. Darius Slayton or Travis Fulgham? Um, Slayton? The answer is Darius Slayton. Yeah, Darius Slayton. Okay, okay. Here's another easy one. Cole Beasley or Travis Fulgham? <laughs> oh, I I think it's Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley's like almost top 20, I'm pretty sure. The answer is Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley is popping off on my bench. Someone please take him. <laughs> all right, all right. But here's another easy one. Kenny Galladay. Or Travis Fulgham. <laughs> um, uh, I'm Travis Fulgham. The answer is Travis Fulgham. <laughs> yeah, oh, Gall- was Galladay great, was injured for a bit. Great and, first game. Yeah, great, great first game. The next game we are going to play is Antonio Gibson or somebody else. Yeah, so, another one of your players. That's funny. Another one of my players. Yeah. Isn't that weird how that works? Yeah. All right. Um, DK Metcalf or Antonio Gibson? Um, Metcalf? The answer is DK Metcalf by two points. Okay. I knew, I, I knew it was going to be close. But I, yeah, I felt like Metcalf had that. Seattle's also had their buy. I'll, I'll say that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Washington hasn't had the buy yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. David Montgomery or Antonio Gibson? Gibson. Gibson. <laughs> the minute you said David Montgomery, I was like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Um, all right, here we go. Miles Gaskin or Antonio Gibson? I think Gibson. Gibson is correct. Yes. Okay. James Connor or Antonio Gibson? Oh, Connor had like one bad week, I remember. Um, I'll go Connor by a bit. Connor by five points is okay. correct. Sweet. Here's I'm a tough nailing one. this one. I'm nailing this one. You're doing well. One. You're doing well with Antonio Gibson. <laughs> Mike Davis. Or Antonio Gibson? I'm going to say Gibson probably just passed him this week, maybe. I'm going to say Gibson. The answer is Mike Davis. Oh, no. 
By how many? All right, John. Here's another one that's going to hit home for you. Allen Robinson or Antonio Gibson? <laughs> it's got to be Gibson. Allen Robinson is not doing well. <laughs> the answer is Antonio Gibson, but it's only by three points. Okay, okay. Allen Robinson sneaky, sneakily gets me points. It feels like he has gotten me zero points this year. <laughs> Um, Julio Jones or Antonio Gibson? It's got to be. I think Jones has less than Robinson, so it's got to be Gibson. The answer is Antonio Gibson. Yeah, because right, Julio Jones one. was injured for a while. Last one. DJ Moore or Antonio <laughs> Gibson? It's DJ Moore. It's DJ Moore, baby. Come on, give it to me. Is it DJ? The answer is DJ Moore by two and a half points. Yes. We almost made this trade. Wow. Yeah, we did. <laughs> now I will keep DJ Moore. Thank you very right. much. That two and a half points makes the whole difference. <laughs> I will keep DJ Moore. He, I need to. Do, do you want to do it? No. Do you want to have a player? Do this you, or that? Oh, do I want to have a this or that player? Um, No, I'm good. All right, because we know how good James Robinson is. Yeah, so the only person I would do is James fun. James Robinson, and he would just be just be Robinson. He'd be just be one, way basically. too good. Yeah. Um, Antonio Gibson is the third leading scorer on my team on the season. So <laughs> that's pretty amazing. That is Gotta pretty love amazing. Antonio Gibson. Um, all right. <laughs> Let's go to next week's matchups. Oh boy! Uh, yeah, we got some. We got some nice little match. Some some nice matchups here. Um, let's see. What's the game of the week? Probably maybe you and Anthony. I guess or I me think and Nick. That is probably yeah. Those are two good games. I'm really sad that Antonio Gibson is on bye and he can't get his revenge against Anthony. Oh, that is very sad. He was Ooh, really you got, hoping. You got to... Lev Bellin. Oh, because he's facing the Jets. He's going for revenge, isn't he? I was going to talk about that. Uh, yes, <laughs> I am playing Le'Veon Bell this week. I don't care what the projections say. I'm not playing a Philly running back, even against Dallas. I don't it's care. It's the Jets. It's the Jets. <laughs> he is getting his revenge. I think I might sit Clyde and just play Le'Veon. Yeah, who knows? Well, let's talk about your matchup play. Let's talk about these trash matchups first. Yeah, let's start. Tom and Alex. Tom will finally get a win. Good for Tom. That'll be nice. He's lost good, a lot in a row Tom here. Back. He needs it. Uh, Quinn, yeah, I, also yeah, a team I mean, that needs a win. Oh, go for it. Yeah. I mean, maybe Alex, um, if uh, Mixon's out again, maybe Alex has a shot at winning this one. And Evans versus the Giants with Godwin out, and I think Brown still won't be in. So this might be and a Gronk great Evans week. In that game. Yeah, that could be a really good Evans week. Please, for the love of God, get on Johnson out of your lineup. I don't care who you put in. Pick someone off the waivers. Put Scotty Miller in for all I care. Put put an injured Sammy Watkins in, honestly. <laughs> Seriously. Carry on <laughs> needs to just go away. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He Alex has so many empty roster spots. He just needs to like I should sit down with Alex after this and be like, okay, let's go on let's go to the waivers. Here's what you're gonna spend on this, spend on this, spend on this. <laughs> you're gonna go get Scotty Miller. Adrian Peterson, because you will play both of those guys. Yeah. Uh, Richard Higgins might be a Richard good pickup with Odell he, now. He'll probably play him. Nelson Aguilar. Go play David Moore. I don't care. At least he puts up points. 
Yeah. Like there are people on the waivers that Alex could start easily. So I'll, yes. I'll, I'm actually going to sit down with him after this. Yeah, go sit down <laughs> with him. Go get him a starting lineup. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're picking Tom here. Yeah, Tom. All um, right. We got Chris and- against Grant. Uh, Grant has not set his lineup, so obviously he has three guys in – oh, two guys projected zero right now. Um, I will probably cr- pick Chris regardless of who Grant put, puts in, so I'll just go say Chris. Ooh, Chris, is, Chris has got the Justin Jefferson in his lineup this week. That's exciting. Um, Wait, what? Oh, Justin Jefferson is in. That's a risky start. And Deontay Johnson. Yeah, against the Packers, but I expect them to be down. They'll probably be throwing. Probably, probably, but that's still risky. Um, does he have? He does have Hopkins and McLaurin on by, so that might explain it. Um, yeah, as far as this one goes, I'll go with Chris. Um, Hopefully, if Aaron Jones plays, then I think there could be a possibility for an upset here. But if he doesn't, then I definitely think Chris will win. Agreed. Quinn plays Charlie Sears this week. Oh, this is not going to look good for Charlie. He does not have anybody to play at running back. Yeah. Um, Literally... (laughs) Yeah, he's just got DK Metcalf's like his only good player in his starting lineup this week because Godwin's out, Drake's out. Uh, he, yeah, I guess he's got to put in Dion Lewis. Uh, yep, <laughs> I guess so. That's Maybe. his RB two behind Rex Burkhead at RB one. I can't pick a team that has those guys at running back. So uh, let's might go, be a Quinn. T.Y. Hilton week. Alright. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I would go Quinn for sure. Quinn lucks out. Um, hopefully, the, hopefully this is the week that maybe Chris Carson takes a little bit of a rest because I don't think Quinn needs him this week. No, he doesn't need anybody this week. He could probably just play Russell Wilson and win. Yep. All right. We got two really good games this week. I'm not going to say yours is game of the week because we gave you game of the week last week. So, and I'm going to uh, dominate, right? Yes, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Josh Allen against New England and Lamar against Pittsburgh. Two tough matchups. Yeah, I lucked out on that one. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I'm looking down the line. Julio Jones is always questionable, so that doesn't bother me. It looks like Delvin Cook is going to play, but eh, I, I don't know. I go back and forth on that one. Allen Robinson is the one I really question if he'll play. Looks like you have Daryl Henderson in there. Who's your backup if Robinson doesn't play? I guess I put Cup in. Unless Mixon's in. Yeah, unless Mixon's in. We'll see. We'll see what happens with Mixon as well. Gotcha. I I still haven't decided. Cup might be in instead of Henderson, too. Yeah, so that's fair. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm looking down Nick's bench. A lot of zeros down there. Lots of buys, lots of injuries. If Nick, if you're Nick, do you put in Michael P. Ryan? Oh yeah, P. Ryan, thirteen points last week with a nice little, nice little touchdown. I um, think you put maybe in P. over Valdez Scantling. Yeah, I think so. Valdez Scantling with Devontae Adams back is a no go for me. 
Yeah, Valdez Scanling's going to be rough. You might as well just risk it for the biscuit. Put P. Ryan in. Yeah. That's yeah, what I, I would could, do. I could see that. Yeah, I think this one will be closer, especially if some of these injuries go the wrong way for me. Lots of questionable players this week. Um, so it, it really depends on how many of those players play. Like if if Robinson, Cook, and Mixon are out, like I'm also going to be in a pretty rough spot. I'm probably going to have to play like Mike Williams. Or I'll put Cole Beasley in finally. I'll give him Cole what he Beasley. Deserves. He deserves it. <laughs> the stack. Yeah, the stack. And I'm without my MVP, James Robinson. Going to be a tough one for the boys. That is tough. That's going to be really tough. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with you, though, in a close game. Same. Well, go with me. Uh, hoping, hoping, uh, hoping I'm not too banged up because I might earn my first loss here if I am. Do you have league history for me versus Anthony? Uh, no, I didn't do league history this week or last week. Uh, I'll, go, I'll let you go ahead and look at it, and uh, I'll go through league history. Okay. Go ahead and break it down. What do you think is going to happen? Okay, Anthony versus Michael here. I think Michael's got some he's got some nice matchups again. Uh, Chargers definitely not as nice of a, of a matchup against the Denver Broncos. I think the Broncos defense has been playing pretty well, um, despite their offense not being great. So I think I think that's definitely going to be tougher than the Jacksonville Jaguars. Probably not a fifty burger from Herbert this week. Allen will probably be a little bit shut down. But besides that, some really good matchups. Jonathan Taylor versus Detroit. Obviously, you're all your Chief, Chiefs players against the Jets. Like, this could be one of those weeks the Chiefs score 60. Um, although, I'm wondering why the Bills couldn't do that. Um, George Kittle against Seattle might be a little tough, but it's George Kittle, so who cares? Yeah, you've got great matchups. And great players, so I have a hard time seeing you lose this one. Yeah. Um, and then on Anthony's side, yes, Juju versus Baltimore will be tough. Their defense is still good. Stefan Diggs versus New England is going to be tough. I think that one's going to be pretty low-scoring game. Um, Kamara versus Chicago. Oh, but he's got Mahomes, so... You're going to be, Michael's going to be hoping that Mahomes is handing the ball off a lot here um, and not throwing it. Uh, I'll still go Michael. I, I think Michael's got the better team here and some really juicy matchups. Okay, so I looked back at league history between me and Anthony. I am one and one all time with Anthony. Um, in the first year, I lost by one point, 131.7 to 132.7. Um, mm. Very close game for me. That game actually ended up knocking me out of playoffs that year. Last year, I beat Anthony, and I won 153 to about 130-something. So, again, Anthony has put up two very good performances. They've always been good games. Um this year is, I think, going to be the same. I think this is going to be a really difficult matchup for me. I thought last week was going to be my biggest test for the rest of the year. I think it's going to be this week outside of our final matchup. Um, i got to figure out who I'm starting because as much as I joke that I want to start Le'Veon Bell, I think I 
got to take a look on if Miles Sanders is in. I can't sit him. Oh, yeah. I don't I, think that Sanders would be responsible. Forgot about that. If Sanders is in. That's another insane matchup. Why does Michael just keeps playing Dallas? I like it. Michael's I love players. playing Dallas. I, I, that's what I get is all uh, NFC East teams. That's, all the that's Eagles the, yeah, and the Redskins. I didn't realize the benefit of picking up a Washington football team player is that they get to play the Dallas Cowboys twice a year. Exactly. And then they get to play the New York Giants twice a year, too. <laughs> Very nice. It's awesome. And the same thing with the Eagles running backs. So, um, no, this is going to be tight. I got to figure out who I'm going to play between Bell and Clyde. I, I think I'm going to play Bell just because I have I, the, sh- the absolute um, satisfaction that it will be when Le'Veon Bell goes for five touchdowns against the Jets. So. Yeah, they're gonna I, give I have it a to feeling him. they're going to give it to him. Yeah, exactly. Especially when they're up big. I feel like they're purposely just going to be like, all right, run into the end zone, Bell, do it. Exactly. And I, I just feel like this will be a game where Clyde will be like, ah, that's fine. I don't really care. Like, Just do what you need to do. Get revenge. <laughs> flex on him a little bit, and then we'll go home. Yeah, exactly. I don't give a shit about the Jets. You do, Bell. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I think I will start Le'Veon over Clyde this week and then uh, put Miles Sanders in. If Miles Sanders does not play, though, then I'm looking at starting either one of the Baltimore running backs or also Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Not Boston Scott? I don't know. It, it could be close. I, Boston Scott did great for me last week. I, I'd have to decide. It's going to be a tough choice. Yep. As it is for me every week, too. But we get there eventually. That's right. Going to be a fun fun uh, couple of matchups there. I don't think the other ones will be as fun. but <laughs> no, Those two are going to be really fun, though. Yep. Anthony's got a good team. He's, he's ready for a signature win, so this is going to be tough. I'm scared. Yeah, I mean, we've been, we've been sitting here. I think what we've been waiting for is for someone else to beat me, you, and Chris besides me, you, and Chris. Can so. it just not be this week? Not this week. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I'm trying to go. Th- I'm trying to go the perfect season. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be the perfect team here. Right. The record was, is ten. Correct. I think so. Tom will remind us immediately after we post this episode. It's either. I think it's nine. Nine and one because I beat Tom. I, that was me, by the way. I was the one who beat Tom. But anyway, yes. Uh, I'm Tom, worried. I'm worried for my matchup with you later then. You clearly love beating undefeated teams. If I'm undefeated going into week 12. Yeah, oof. but you'll have already set the record. True. But I want that 13 and 0. I want that I want that 15 and 0, I guess. I want that 15 and 0, baby. Perfect season, 15 Let's... and 0. <laughs> Dang, that would be incredible. It's Do not going to the... happen, but Oh, yeah, it's so tough. I feel like it's tougher in fantasy to go <laughs> absolutely undefeated. Like my god. You have to get that so would lucky. Insane. Yeah, Yeah. it'd be really tough. We'll see, though. It's going to be a fun week. Congratulations on your awards. Let's sum it up real quick. I gave a luckiest team award to myself. Uh, John, you gave it to Nick. Unluckiest, I gave it to Tom. You gave it to Quinn. Surprise team, I gave mine to Nick. I think you gave yours to Nick as well. Yep. Disappointment, I gave it to Anthony. I think you did too. Right? Yep. Okay. Uh, rookie of the year, James Robinson. James. And then so your good. MVP was who was Derek. your MVP? 
Derrick Henry. Bullshit. That's a terrible MVP. Why? He's the <laughs> second highest scoring running back in the league. What do you uh, want from me? Bad MVP. Inconsistent. <laughs> He's led a team to 7-0, and Michael. He's my leader. No, James Robinson has led the team to 7-0. and <laughs> I guess there's an argument for it, but Derek Henry my is my captain. MVP is Russell Wilson for Quinn. Okay, yeah, I think yes, I th- I agreed. I nominated that man. All right, he's good. Okay. <laughs> well, what did we learn today? I think we learned Travis Fulgham and Antonio Gibson are better than all of the players they've scored more points than. <laughs> well, I should have done it for Cole Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to do it? No, it's fine. Okay. (laughs) Send me trade offers for Cole Beasley. He could be in your starting lineup this week, guys. (laughs) Top 20 uh, wide receiver on the year, Cole Beasley. I think top 20 scorer on the year for the flex position. He's popping, dude. He'll he'll give you at least 10 points. He'll give you at least 10. I'll tell you what. Alex, go get him for Gronk. (laughs) I don't need Gronk, but sure. Down. Get it for I'm, I won't play either of them ever, so I'll take the trade. Awesome. <laughs> All right, that's it. Good luck out there every week, everybody. Bye.